This is the Lost Start of Communication, hosted by Molly and Trisha. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Lost Start of Communication podcast. This week in the United States, it is Thanksgiving. Now, we recognize that not everyone in our audience is located in the United States, and we also recognize the controversial beginnings to this holiday. However, we would like to use it as an opportunity to really talk about gratitude and the importance of gratitude and the role that it can play in shaping our relationships and fostering deeper connections with one another. So for those of us who have experienced Thanksgiving, we know that it's a time to go around the table and say, what are you grateful for this year? Obviously, 2020 is going to be an interesting one. I think there are going to be a lot of, I'm grateful just to be alive and to be able to be with my family right now and for the experiences that we have had that are good this year. So there's a ton to be grateful for this year, and it's an excellent opportunity for us to take a moment to take this time on the show to really talk about that, but also ways to up your gratitude game to really make this a skill and something that you can access easily regardless of the situation. I think this is actually the perfect time to start this practice because it is such a challenge right now in 2020. We are having to flex our brains a little bit and think, okay, what am I grateful for today? What has gone well this year? And while at night might not come quickly or easily as it might have in other years, it's still important. And I'm so excited that this is the topic we chose today because with Thanksgiving around the corner, it, it's so important to start this now. Yes. So first let's talk about the physiological benefits of gratitude. Feeling thankful is cited to be the most powerful antidote to depression And this has to go beyond the intellectual level. So it's one thing to say, oh yeah, I'm thankful that I'm alive. Like I'm happy, I have friends, like I have a good job. It's another to really internalize those feelings. And when you really internalize it and let that gratitude radiate through your whole body, studies show that there are a number of positive effects. We release dopamine. Our brains release dopamine, which is a feel-good neurotransmitter when we feel emotions like gratitude and kindness. Studies have also shown that expressing gratitude can reduce pain levels, help people sleep better at night. It relieves stress and reduces anxiety and depression, along with increasing energy and vitality. And we'll link the the article that we're referencing in the show notes. But the point is gratitude has a number of benefits on our physical and mental health. So it goes beyond just saying, oh yeah, I'm thankful for that. But we really want to take the time to stop and carve out moments of really feeling nothing but appreciation for life and what it has to offer. I am very guilty of being the type of person where someone has said, you know, start a practice of writing down three things in the morning that you're grateful for. And I'll grab like a sticky notepad, write it down real fast and then jump out of bed. Like I don't actually, and that doesn't even stick. I'll do that maybe once in a blue moon and it doesn't make me feel any different. So then I just abort the practice. So what Trish and I are really talking about is going deeper and 
really, really changing the mindset that you have to focus on gratitude. And that's where those physiological and mental changes will occur. Not just, you know, write it down real fast, run away. I'm still so stressed about the day. Everything is terrible. So this is a really a different kind of practice. Yes. And we'll get into strategies in the episode for how to do that and deepen your practice. But first, to give everyone a chance to experience this, we invite you to take a moment to pause whatever you're doing. If you're cooking while listening, if you're taking a walk, you can keep walking. But if you're driving, stay alert, keep driving. However, if you are in a place where you can, we invite you to take a moment to stop what you're doing, close your eyes, and picture a person for whom you feel incredibly grateful. Someone without whom your life would be completely different for the worse. Someone who makes your life better, who makes you feel good, who brings a smile to your face whenever you see them or a lot of times that you see them. Feel the love that you have for this person and really internalize that feeling. Let this emotion radiate throughout your body, in your heart, in every fiber of your being. Feel that love, that connection, that gratefulness for that person. Think of all the things that they've done for you, all the ways they've supported you, all the ways they've been there for you when you needed them, all the ways they make you smile and all the positive qualities that they exude. Take a moment to really appreciate their existence in your life. And think about how your life would be different if you didn't have them. And if you feel so compelled, you can take this a step further and send them a text or give them a phone call. Turn off the episode right now. Reach out to that person and say thank you for existing in my life. It's doing things like that that will help us rewire our perception of our relationships with people and the things in our life as well. So you can do this exercise with anything in life. I've actually seen it called a gratitude rampage where you start by talking about a few things that you're grateful for and you just go on and on. I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for my health. I'm grateful for my family and my friends. And I'm grateful for my cat. And I'm grateful for my food on my table. And I'm grateful for my car. And I'm grateful for this pen in my hand because it's really cool. And I'm grateful for my computer that allows me to do my job. And I'm grateful for my essential oil diffuser, which makes my room smell beautiful. And like on and on and on, you just keep going. And by the end of the exercise, you feel so good because you're focusing on all these positive things. It really is rewiring your brain. And that was such a great exercise to, I, I was literally sitting there closing my eyes and thinking, I was thinking about you, Trisha, and how good it feels Aww. to do this podcast and just chat with you. And before this episode, we were giggling about how weird we felt. And I felt so thankful and grateful that we were able to share that silly moment together. And typically when I would do this practice before, it would be like, I'm thankful for Trisha. She's my best friend, period. <laughs> like it wouldn't really go that deep. And I think even just doing that, and I love that, um, Thank or grateful rampage. <laughs> That's so funny and I love it. Um, but I can see already how this is so different than just a quick 
blip in your day. Like this is getting a lot deeper. Yeah. And that was very quick too, but it it was funny when I was saying those words, I saw Molly on our zoom screen and her eyes were closed. And as I continued, she started smiling bigger and bigger. And it's so heartwarming that she thought it was thinking of me. I thought you were picturing your mom or something, Molly, but it, it really does have a physical effect on us. And so as Molly mentioned, to take your gratitude practice to the next level, if you have one, if you don't have one, start one. And a gratitude practice means taking time every single day to either write out or say the things that you feel grateful for. But instead of just saying it quickly to get it done and check it off the list, it really doesn't take that long to stop and close your eyes and really think about it or let your emotions kind of take over until you feel warm and fuzzy and so happy and excited about that thing. And you want to reach out to that person and just say how grateful you are for them. That's how we start to really make the changes in our brains. And again, like I always pull it back to and how we always seem to mention in our episodes, this might not seem like communication right now, But if we are changing internally the way we're thinking, it will eventually in turn result in you communicating differently with people. Just as Trisha said, you might start this gratitude practice and then feel so compelled to text or call that person that you are grateful for, which then will turn into a domino effect and just positive ramifications from that. So I think while at first this might seem like, again, the internal work, the internal work is the most important. Yeah. And the whole point of starting the practice and getting good at it is so that in those moments where the going gets tough, you have this place that you can come back to easily. So for example, if every day I take time, or at least every week when Molly and I talk on the phone, I take time to think about how grateful I am for Molly's presence in my life. Then if Molly and I get in a fight, it's not going to take me as long to forgive her and to say, yeah, that didn't go well. That was an uncomfortable experience, but I'm so grateful for her. And I value her friendship so much that I'm willing to work through this with her. I'm willing to forgive her. Or even sometimes if you've listened to the episodes, our podcast before, you may know that Molly and I chat weekly just to catch up aside from when we're recording this podcast. And sometimes it gets inconvenient. We talk on Sundays and sometimes it's like, oh, it's difficult to schedule this call. And that's when I need to take a step back and remember, no, I'm so grateful to have Molly in my life. And when the gratitude practice becomes a regular thing, you're going to naturally get to that place faster. In the beginning, you may have to literally talk yourself into it. You might have to say out loud, okay, I'm grateful for this because. But the more you do that, then the more you're going to rewire the neural connections to see the good and to see the things you're grateful for, rather than having to constantly logically rationalize yourself to that place. I totally agree with that. And something else that I want to pull it back to is I found a Harvard Health study. And one of the snippets from the article says, other studies have looked at how gratitude can improve relationships. For example, a study of couples found that individuals who took time to express gratitude for their partner not only felt more positive towards the other person, which Trish and I were just talking about, 
but also felt more comfortable expressing concerns about their relationship. And I think that's so interesting too. Not only can a gratitude practice, again, like we've talked about, makes you feel more positive towards another person, but it also creates this space of openness and availability for talking and expressing about concerns with a relationship, whether that be this article expresses it towards couples, but I can imagine it being the same towards friendships or work partnerships. So when you have this gratitude practice, you can then start to feel more grateful for the person that you are thinking about. Then it will hopefully create a space that allows you, okay, I'm grateful for this person. I'm so thankful that they're in my life, but there's this thing that's still difficult and I'm so grateful. I don't want to lose them. Let's bring it up and talk about it is the way that I'm assuming it probably goes. And I think that's a added bonus that people probably don't recognize happens. Yeah. And it's interesting because this actually came up with a friend the other day. Sometimes we get, so this isn't to be confused with saying, ignore your problems and just focus on the good and the things you're grateful for. Because sometimes issues will come up in a relationship. Often they do, and you need to address them. So this isn't meant to say, ignore your problems and just focus on the things you're grateful for. Yes, focus predominantly on the things you're grateful for and the positive qualities, but that, as Molly is saying, will armor you to better handle the conflicts and the negative situations that arise. So I was talking to a friend the other day about how we are have been very actively trying to be grateful for the things in our life that are going well in spite of everything that's happening in this year, 2020. And it's like, we're still healthy. We haven't caught COVID. We're still able to catch up in safe spaces and feel okay. Whereas we know there are people in the world that are literally locked in their homes and can't come out. So in a lot of ways, we've got it pretty good. Like, you know, we're, we're in a good situation. So she was saying how she feels guilty for being depressed, not taking it to a little extreme, but she's saying basically to summarize a very long conversation, she was feeling like she wasn't allowed to be sad because she had so many good things going on in her life. And that's not what gratitude is about. It's not saying you can't grieve your losses. You can acknowledge that your losses aren't as severe as someone else's maybe, and be grateful for that. You still have to address the negative emotions in your life too. So this isn't meant as a band-aid fix, but the more you focus on the good and you learn how to take that thing that is really good and be grateful for that, that can help soften the blow of the bad experiences. So yes, deal with the negatives too in a way that you can, but a lot of times the negative situations are out of our control. And so it's okay to say, yeah, I'm really sad that I can't hang out with my friends in the social context that I used to, for example, because of COVID, but I'm also very grateful that I can see them in this particular setting. So it's acknowledging the bad, but then also acknowledging the good. And the more you get in the habit of acknowledging the good, then the easier it becomes. Yeah. I think of something my therapist said a while back, you shouldn't should on yourself. And I can imagine a lot of people will hear this and say, well, I should be grateful for X. I should be grateful for Y instead, but no, take what Trisha said and really, you know, this will change your mindset a little bit. And I like how you said that it will soften the blow of these other uncontrollable, difficult things that are going on in your life. And if they don't compare to someone else's difficult thing, that's okay. It's still your difficult thing and you're still okay to feel those sad moments. 
Mm -hmm. And the same applies to relationships. So really the reason we wanted to talk about this on this show is because of the role that being thankful for one another can improve your relationship. So like Molly was saying, if you're in the habit of acknowledging the good things about a person, it's going to make the conflicts go a lot smoother and those tough conversations will be easier. And the way that this manifests in communication is in the form of expressing appreciation. So there's the, we did an episode about expressing appreciation that you can reference, but there's the, the physical saying the words, thank you. I so appreciate that. But then also you're just demeanor changes. If you're really internalizing the appreciation and the gratitude, and maybe it doesn't mean saying thank you 10 times more, but the way that you act may change because you have these lovey-dovey feelings that gratitude literally creates inside your body when you take the time to acknowledge it. And so just thinking through all of this, it probably will change the way that you interact with the people in your life. Going back to the example with Molly, if I start the phone call with, oh gosh, this is such an inconvenient time, the phone call is going to go very differently from if I started with, oh yay, I'm so thankful to get to have this time to talk to Molly today. And this even applies, I'm thinking of my personal relationship with my partner, like when we have deeper discussions, yes, sometimes it sucks in the moment because we're talking about deeper things or we're frustrated with each other or whatever it is. But always towards the end, we make sure to express our appreciation for each other. And I think the reason we're expressing our appreciation for each other is because we're consistently thinking about how grateful we are for each other. And that in turn easily lets us express that appreciation. So I can imagine, like you said, start with that gratitude practice. It will in turn result in a lot more expressing appreciation. A real life example from this is I've known about gratitude for a long time and the importance of it. And so I, every time I go home to my parents' house, I make us go around the table at dinner and say three things that happened that day that you're grateful for. All the time. That's so cute. Wait, I've done that with you guys. Yeah, you, I yeah. think you have. Yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's so fun. I forgot about that. Yeah, I make it, it's, wow, if you've done it with us, then it must be been going on for a few years now. I don't know, but it's been a while. And so <laughs> I think they do it sometimes when I'm not there, but it's usually like, oh, Trisha's home, got to do three good things. But what's so interesting about it is, so I was home for a period of about two months earlier this year when COVID first we first started having lockdowns and everything. I wanted to be with my parents. So in that time, but even before that, just over time doing this exercise with my parents in the beginning, my dad is very resistant to it. And he's like, ah, I'm alive. I don't know. Like I have food on the table and just like kind of just doing the exercise for the sake of doing the exercise. And sometimes he still does that, but sometimes and the way that I know that this really changes your mindset in the long term, and this is a slow burn, it's not going to change overnight. So don't start a gratitude practice today and think, okay, I'm not going to be depressed tomorrow. It's going to take time. But now it's, he'll come to the table and say, all right, I have my things. Or like, oh, I thought of something today to do for this exercise. And he'll, he'll say something very specific and he'll be excited about it. And he'll say, yeah, that's, I thought of it as soon as it happened. I was like, I'm saying that tonight. And so it's literally rewiring your brain to focus on the positive 
for someone who like, I love my dad to death, his brain is not naturally a positive, doesn't go to a positive place. And so to see the transformation from, I'm just doing this exercise to make my daughter happy so that she'll stop nagging me to him actually being excited and feeling good about these things. It's really powerful. And it just, it does take time, but if you stick with it and you embrace it, don't just do it for the sake of doing it, but some days it might feel like you're doing it just for the sake of doing it. Don't give up. Is the point I am obsessed with that because I know your dad and I'm thinking also of my dad doing the same exact thing but then probably getting emotional one day. I don't know. But anyways, like that's so cool because he might have start he might have started out like, oh, I have to start my day and look for three things now. But then he was looking for three things to be grateful for, which is so cool. And even if you don't think this is for you, obviously it can be for anybody. Yeah. And the thing is, I don't even think he was looking for things. I think it just started to naturally happen that when a good thing would happen, he'd recognize how good it was and then reframe the brain. And I noticed now when I've been gone for a while and he hasn't done the exercise in a while, it takes a few days where he's like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I woke up and it goes back to that sort of like, I'm just saying something, but then we'll be having dinner. And later in the conversation, he'll say, Oh, and then this thing happened today. And my mom and I are like, why didn't you say that in your gratitude practice? But it does, it does take time because you have, you're really rewiring your mindset. So, but anyway, the point is that I've seen literal improvements in his energy around it and the way that he's thinking, and it makes everybody feel good. And think about it too. If you're feeling so happy about a person in your life. So think back to whoever you were thinking about before. If you're feeling that great about them, the second you interact with them, you're going to have such a, you're going to be shining such a light that they're going to be excited to be around you. You're going to make them feel good. And then it's just going to be an overall positive exchange. Yeah. And we're not saying you have to be hunky-dory positive all the time, but again, this will start changing over time and now I'm already like your practical example, Trisha, makes me want to start doing that at my dinner table. Um, we've done it sometimes, but doing it a little bit more consistently, I think will change my brain to find those things during the day. And I'm really excited about it. So let's get into some takeaways about how we can actually apply this idea to tomorrow. So one, which is similar to what I was doing with my family, but I've heard it done with couples as well. If you're in a relationship, a romantic relationship, you can say at the end of the day, three things you're grateful for about your partner, three things you love about your partner, regardless of in your, if you're in a relationship or not, you can say three things you're grateful for at the end of every day, or maybe We've been talking a lot on this show lately about self-love. So I'm just occurring to me, maybe you can say three things that you love about yourself and that you're grateful for. Like, I'm thankful that I'm so kind, or I'm thankful that I'm so smart or whatever the case may be, but really internalize it. And so it's first is start a gratitude practice would be my takeaway, but make sure it's not just for the sake of the exercise. You're going into it with the spirit of, this is a long-term thing that is going to help me and not just something you're doing, but something you're being and feeling. 
I, yeah, I didn't even think of being grateful for yourself. I think that's really cool and super applicable. So my takeaway would be on top of what Trisha said, like, yes, start a gratitude practice. But one way you can do that is I am going to vouch to start at the dinner table tonight, but also I'm going to try and text three people a week, just random gratitude texts like, hey, thanks for helping me the other day. I'm really appreciative of our friendship or, hey, thanks for being with me basically my whole life as my friend or whatever it might be. And really, again, like Trisha said, sitting with that beforehand or afterwards when you send it and feeling it fully. Cause I think that's the message that we've been trying to send this whole episode is just, you have to feel it too, and not just do it as a daily task. Yeah. That was actually going to be my original takeaway, but was just to reach out to a person and you know, you can make it a a regular thing or it can just be a one-time right now, whoever you thought of literally text them, call them, do something to show your appreciation. I, for one, am so thankful for Molly and her friendship and this experience on the podcast. And I know I speak for both of us when I say we are incredibly grateful for you all for listening to us and uh, taking the time out of your day to take in these messages. And we really appreciate your feedback and uh, suggestions. And we've been lining up speakers for topics based on the feedback we've been getting on Instagram. So if you do have ideas for topics, we would really appreciate it and be so grateful if you could follow us on Instagram or Facebook or email us at lostartofcommunication at gmail.com with your questions or suggestions. And we would be all too happy to discuss them on the show. Yeah. Like Trisha said, it's a team effort and we're so grateful to have our listeners a part of it because if you weren't here, we would be talking to the void. And so thank you. Yes. And what we would really appreciate this Thanksgiving, this holiday season, if you're feeling particularly generous is if you could take just a moment of your time and leave us a review on iTunes or whatever platform you listen to the show on and say how you feel about how we're doing. And we would Absolutely love to hear that and greatly, greatly appreciate it. Please know that if you're listening to this, you will be mentioned uh, around our dinner tables at Thanksgiving because we're going to say thank you to all our podcast listeners for making this a possibility. I love that so much. Yay. Have a wonderful rest of your day and we will be back soon.